0: This is First Date Stories, the podcast, the show where women in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond talk all about the first dates they've been on, from the wildly successful to the completely disastrous, and everything in between. Here's your host, Jody Klein,
1: founder of FirstDateStories.com.
0: Welcome. If you're currently in the dating scene, or you've been thinking about returning to it. You're either using online dating apps and dating sites. You're wondering, should I, should I not give them a try? Or you've decided they are not for me. My guest this episode is Olivia. She's in her late thirties and she did not like the idea of doing the whole online dating thing, but her girlfriends convinced her to give it a try. Olivia had low expectations going into the Bumble date that we're going to hear about. What happened that night surprised her. And now, here's Olivia's first date story. Welcome, Olivia. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you, it's great to be here. Let's start off with talking a bit about your background.
1: Okay, well, I am an urban dweller, as they say. I'm in my late 30s, and I'm currently in a relationship, but unmarried and I have a career in global health. Um, That has stemmed from my love of travel that I've had throughout my entire life. And uh, it allows me to go to places like Africa and Asia um, professionally to help contribute to uh, alleviating diseases like malaria and HIV. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, it allows me to travel a lot for fun. And I've met a lot of very interesting people along the way. Fabulous.
0: And this date we're going to talk about, when did this date happen? This date happened about
1: 10 months ago. And who is it that you met on this date? So I met my current boyfriend, Max, on this date. Uh, It was very unexpected the way things evolved over the course of that first date. Well, let's jump right into it then. How did the two of you meet? Well, we actually met through an app, uh, the Bumble app. And I was sort of new to the whole online dating world. Um, I had been single for about four years or so after getting out of a very long-term serious relationship. I had dated casually, but hadn't really met anyone that I was excited about, uh, despite many of my friends' best efforts to set me up and uh, plenty of efforts in going out on the town. And a few of my friends convinced me to just give it a shot. Uh, I was pretty skeptical at first. And I didn't really like the idea of meeting someone online, but I was open enough to try it out. This was your first time. It wasn't my first date through the app, but I was very new to it. I'd gone on a few previous dates through Bumble. And they were all fine, but not terribly exciting. So this was certainly my first very exciting date. So how did that all come together? How did the two of you meet on Bumble, so to speak? Mm -hmm. I'd had a very busy couple of months previously, uh, work-wise, and hadn't even been thinking about dating. And I had a sort of a lull in work where I had some time to actually think about my personal life. And I went on the app and immediately saw someone I thought I'd be interested in. His profile is very simple and straightforward, not gimmicky the way so many of them are, and he seemed like a very genuine person, uh, which of course is important to me. So, I approved of him and he had apparently already approved of me, so we matched and then we started a conversation. Okay, do you remember much about that conversation? It was 10 months ago. So, It was 10 months ago. You do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, sort of chit-chat at first, you know, nothing too profound, uh, which, of course, changed over the course of our relationship. But uh, it was just sort of that awkward initial, where are you from? Where are you from? What do you do? Uh, And he was actually uh, living in the city, um, had recently moved from Germany, actually. So that was intriguing to me because I have a bit of a weakness for the, uh, you know, the international type. And uh, so I was intrigued by that, and we just started a conversation around why he was here and, um, and what he was doing in the city. Okay, yeah. conversation is underway. How does it go from conversation to a first date? Well, he took the initiative, which I like. Um, I've found in the past on the f- few experiences that I've had with uh, online dating that uh, sometimes these just turn into like lengthy, endless conversations, which I wasn't really interested in. I mean, I was on there to meet someone potentially. And uh, so he fairly quickly suggested we that we get together for a drink to d- further discuss our mutual interests. And uh, I agreed. That's great. Mm-hmm. and how did you feel getting ready for that date? Well, the funny thing was that even though I had agreed to it and I was looking forward to meeting him, I also did not have a whole lot of faith in the online dating uh, medium, and so I think I was sort of tempering my expectations a bit. Uh, I was actually on the phone with my mother uh, just chatting uh, about an hour before the date, and I sort of had to rush and get off the phone with her in order to get ready, and she asked me where I was going, and I told her, uh, but I said you know I'm not expecting much and I'll call you back in a couple of hours uh, to tell you how it went and then continue to talk about our plans for the week Um, ultimately that didn't happen and she understood why but we can delve into that more okay wow mom already knew about the dates she did
0: I was eager to hear how it turned mm-hmm. out, probably. She was. She was. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you rushed out the door and
1: um, met him where? I did. I rushed out the door, um, mainly because I tend to be about 10 minutes late to everything, <laughs> as many of my friends know. And uh, so I rushed out the door, and I had actually suggested that we meet at a bar right around the corner from my house, because I was feeling, as I mentioned, uh You know, I didn't have high expectations for it, so I thought it would be quick that I'd be back home. It was a Sunday evening, too, uh, and I had to work the next day, of course, so I didn't want to be out late. Uh, So I took the lazy way out and suggested a bar right around the corner. So I rushed out my door and ran around the corner, and the bar was apparently full. So he was sitting on a bench right on the sidewalk in front of the bar you walked up there he was yep there he was and of course I recognized him from his picture he recognized me um, and what I was not expecting was that when he stood up to shake my hand he was extremely tall and I just I sort of even though I was wearing heels I sort of had to like look way up at him <laughs> so that was kind of a fun surprise you like the taller men I do I do I you know I've never discriminated but um, it was uh, certainly didn't work against him <laughs> And what happened next? Well, so since the bar I had suggested was full, um, and he was new to the area, new to the country, really, uh, I suggested another bar down the street. And so we walked down the street, and at that time, actually, we were having a huge heat wave in the city, so it was extremely hot. And uh, so we found a cute little table right outside of this French restaurant on a corner down the street and sat there. But unfortunately, when we sat down, he was facing into the sun. I was facing away from the sun. So I could see him perfectly, but he was really squinting and sort of, you know, struggling to see me and to shade himself, um, which made for kind of an interesting conversation. No sunglasses. No sunglasses. I think he was expecting to be in a dark bar, which. <laughs> you don't need sunglasses for. You don't for. need sunglasses for, exactly. <laughs> uh, and instead, he was staring directly into the hot sun. Um, but he was a very good sport, very interesting conversationalist, and uh, an hour went just flew by. Nice. Yeah. And how many glasses of wine? Uh, We started with one, of course. I was only expecting to have one. Then we moved on to wine glass number two. And uh, actually, the funny thing was, someone walked by, someone that I knew walked by right as we were in the middle of our date. And of course, it was that awkward moment when you don't know how to introduce somebody. (laughs) It was kind of funny, actually. He was very, uh, yeah, very comfortable with the whole thing, kind of laughed. I temporarily forgot his name, actually, just for a second. (gasps) You did. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was a bit awkward. (laughs) But yeah, he he was a good sport about it. And uh, so two glasses of wine later, uh, he suggested we get dinner Um, and said that his favorite food was Thai food. And that was very convenient because there was a great Thai restaurant a block away. So I suggested we go there and we did.
0: Nice. Mm -hmm. How were you feeling about the date as it moved from
1: part one to part two yeah I'll I will admit I was quite surprised actually I had such low expectations and you know I I knew right away that I thought he was attractive there was chemistry of course but uh, I was sort of surprised that I was sacrificing my Sunday night in for myself to go have dinner with this guy Uh, but I was excited about it it was uh, there was something there and I could tell that pretty quickly Um, so of course I didn't want the date to end right away
0: Tell us how dinner went.
1: Dinner was good. Um, I, <laughs> it was funny. I have the same... I have my favorite Thai dish. The uh, Same thing I order every single time I go... To Thai food, and uh, he obviously has the same thing. But he suggested we branch out and try some things, and uh, we did. So I had I had some interesting uh, new dishes that I hadn't had before, um, and that actually has been something throughout our whole relationship since that has been fun. Uh, we both really like to eat, and we like trying new things together. So um, so that was kind of nice, and dinner went very well. Um, I think he got a bit more nervous during dinner than he actually was earlier in the day and or earlier in the evening and I, I later he told me much later of course months later he told me that he was starting to really realize how much he liked me and he was getting more nervous as the date went on and you could tell he was getting nervous a bit yes I could tell he was getting a bit nervous um and uh but it was cute it wasn't he wasn't acting strange I could just tell he was sort of sitting back and really thinking about the whole situation um in a way that you don't always for that that first second when you sit down you meet someone new you know you're, you're just getting to know each other of course but then I think as some time goes by and you realize you really like the person or you're interested in them, um, then you start to maybe get self-conscious a bit and start to get more nervous about saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing. And um, so I could see that that was happening for him. It wasn't really happening for me, um, but uh, I could sense it was for him a bit. So I, I was going a bit beyond what was expected to try to make him comfortable and uh, relaxed.
0: Women often do that on mm-hmm. dates when they when yeah. we See that our dates are not uh, quite in the groove Mm -hmm. or not feeling so comfortable. Yeah. I know a lot of women who do that. Trying to be accommodating. I would do that myself. How do you feel about that? Do
1: you think that's. I think, you know, I think if it's um, coming from a place, if you're trying to accommodate someone who's a bit nervous but genuine and sweet, I think it's okay. Um, Yeah. You know, I've also experienced dates where I've tried to accommodate someone who is maybe being a bit aggressive or um, mildly inappropriate. Uh, and you know I very quickly realized, why am I doing this? I shouldn't accommodate this person. But I think if it's someone who's clearly um, in a place where they are nervous because they like you and, and, and it's a sort of a sweet, um you know uh, inclination on their part then I think it's fine to be accommodating, but we do do this we do this in our professional lives we do this dating uh, women are very good at trying to make the other person comfortable and uh, at ease true now
0: you and max are out mm-hmm. you've made him feel more at ease mm-hmm. Where do things go from there?
1: well apparently he felt at enough enough at ease um by the end of dinner, to invite me back to his rooftop Ooh. for a drink. <laughs> so you did a very good job he of making went from him 60 fill to it zero is. and back to sixty, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Um, yes, so he uh, we finished dinner, and because he had just moved to the city, uh, he was staying at a friend's house, uh, or a friend's apartment he was subletting, and it was this very modern building with, um, you know, 30 or 40 stories, and there was a beautiful rooftop, apparently, that he told me about, and he said, you know, you have to see the view, it's really magical, um, and I have a great bottle of wine, what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> So we, and he lived quite close actually, that was another nice coincidence, Um, he really only lived less than 10 minutes walking from where I lived and you know in a larger city it can be quite a coincidence. So we walked over to his building. And we went up to the roof. He went down to his apartment to get this bottle of wine. And we sat up on the roof, opened the bottle of wine, and um, they had this very <laughs> conveniently placed um, hanging chair. It's sort of like a cocoon, a bit of a cocoon chair. It's You see it sometimes at resorts or um, uh, sort of 70s-style chair where it's hanging from a, from a hook and, yeah... It's and often it's made like of wicker. Often made of wicker, exactly. And it's got a little cushion. Cushion, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like a little bubble. So yes. very cozy. Yes, very cozy. Very those cozy. Chairs. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, of course, I had to wonder, did he scope out the roof before I date? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter to me because I was having a great time. Uh, but we sat in the cute little cocoon chair and shared some wine and talked and talked. And really, I mean, just like hours went by. It was amazing, um, especially for a Sunday night, which I'm usually pretty disciplined about keeping for myself. You got really <laughs> comfortable
0: with him really fast.
1: Yeah, it. we just clicked. I mean, it was there was a connection there that I had not had with someone for a really long time. And he, of course, felt the same way. Uh, and it just felt so natural. You know, it didn't feel, by the end of our date or as the night went on, it felt like we'd known each other for weeks, that this was not our first date. It felt much more like mm-hmm. a third or fourth date, I would say. And how did the date end? Well, so he was a gentleman and knew that I had to work the next morning, as did he, actually. And so uh, he suggested we get together later in the week, and I said yes, I would love that. That sounds great. We'll talk tomorrow. And I walked home. Um, and I got home, and of course, at that point, it was far too late to call my mom to give her an update. Uh, but I got in bed, and you know, the second I woke up the next morning, I was thinking about him, and forced myself to go to work and concentrate, but I was definitely looking forward to hearing from him. And uh, he did actually follow up with me that morning uh, for our second date.
0: He wasted no time.
1: None whatsoever. <laughs> and you called your mom the next I did. day. And what did you tell her? She was very happy. Um, she said she just assumed when she didn't hear back from me that the date was going well. And she knows me quite well, so I told her she was correct.
0: Now please fill us in on the rest of the story.
1: Well, there's quite a lot of stories, so I will give you the nutshell version. Um, We have had quite a few journeys together, um, both literally and metaphorically since then. Uh, We had our second date two days later, our third date two days after that, and from there things just progressed. uh, And he was living in the city for only two and a half months. It was a short-term work transfer. And two and a half months after we met and had been dating uh, seriously at that point, he had to move back to Germany. And so we began a long distance relationship at that point. So for the last six to seven months, uh, we have been doing long distance. And fortunately, with my global health work, I travel frequently and uh, have been able to manage long layovers where I work remotely from Germany while spending time with him. Uh, And while in Germany a few months ago, we decided that he should move back to the US. So he is on his way back currently and moving in with me in a few weeks. That is so exciting. That is so fabulous. It's really exciting. Yeah, I'm thrilled. He's thrilled. <laughs> I
0: I wish you all the best. Everybody listening is probably thinking, yay. Mm-hmm. Yay for her. And this is a great story. And it could be my story. So help them make it their story. What did you learn from this experience?
1: I would say, first and foremost, just be open to alternative ways of meeting people. Um, I really did not think I would meet someone through an app. Um, It felt disingenuous to me. It felt like altered reality. And it felt, frankly, a bit superficial uh, because really you're more or less picking someone based on how they look and a sentence or two that they write about themselves. So how much can that actually mean? Uh, But, you know, when you think about it, it's not all that different from just meeting someone in person, at a bar or at a work event or at a friend's party. You see someone and you either have chemistry or some level of interest in them or you don't. So I would say just be open, um, not necessarily to apps or to online dating, but just to anything that seems um, a bit out of your own personal ordinary. I think it's good to be open and uh, certainly, of course, open to someone who may not, um, you know, be a local, someone who may not be, um, you know, have the type of job you envisioned uh, them having. So just be open to what comes your way and... um, I think that can actually really create a lot of happiness.
0: We never know with whom we'll find that chemistry and connection. Mm -hmm, So be open to opportunities to meet them and all sorts of different people who may come your way.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you. And best
0: of luck to you and Max.
1: Thank you so much.
0: What's your take on this first date story? Do you have thoughts about it? Maybe you had a flashback to a date you went on once. We want to hear from you. Please go to first date stories forward slash podcast to post your comments, connect with other women and listen to more episodes. While you're on the website, make sure to check out the articles about dating longer and later in life. If you have a memorable first date story that you want to share with other women, please go to first forward slash share and tell us about it. We might invite you to be a guest on a future podcast episode or to publish a short story you've written about your date on our website. After all, that's what firstdatestories.com is all about, creating a place for women to share our stories and connect around our dating experiences. And now for The Legalese. This podcast is for general information and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as professional advice for our listeners. We suggest that you always consult with your own personal coaches and advisors. First Date Stories does not recommend or endorse or object to the views or topics expressed on this podcast. Also, the names of the guests and the men who they've dated are often changed for privacy purposes. You can subscribe to this podcast at firstdatestories.com iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. First Date Stories, the podcast, is produced and edited by Kim Paletti and Lisa Gray of Sound Mind Productions and is brought to you by Espoir Ventures. Thanks for listening and keep going on those first dates because beyond your next first date may be the long term love you are seeking.